Hey everyone, thanks for watching. If you'd like to see more Hemisync podcasts, such as Episode 8 with Dean Reagan, podcasts that aren't necessarily associated with any particular Hemisync product, but simply feature fascinating guests and subjects associated with the frontiers of consciousness research and understanding, please consider joining our exclusive Patreon page and get some great discounts on Hemisync products in the bargain. Thanks for watching. So we're here today speaking with Deborah Bromley about her new work, uh, which is both a Hemisync album and a book. It's called Slimmer, Healthier, or sorry, Slimmer and Healthier, Creating a Slim, Healthy Body for Life. Um, for those of you that don't know Deborah, she's a UK-based hypnotherapist and Meridian Energy practitioner. Uh, she's affiliated with the Newton Institute. Uh, for more on Deborah, I'd encourage you to check out episode 13 of the Hemisync podcast. So Deborah, welcome again, and thanks for joining us for this informal Q&A. Hello, Garrett. It's good to be here. Thank you. Um, so this album is 12 tracks. It's quite extensive. Um, it is really kind of the culmination of many years worth of work for you, as I understand it. Um, can you just tell us a bit about it um, and what led you to want to produce this course? You know, what are the origins behind it? Okay, well, um, this is my life's work and, and I don't, you know, I really mean that. I've always been interested in helping people to lose weight, mainly because I also come from a background of struggling with my weight over many years. To date, we've got 50 years of dieting in my personal background, whichever way you look at it, that's an awful lot of background information. When I trained to be a hypnotherapist, which is 23 years ago now, um, I really, really wanted to find out how I could get the mind, the emotions, the beliefs, the thoughts, all of that on board to help people to lose weight. So I dedicated myself to that really and started to use what I was finding out from clients to refine and um, make a process that was practical, easy to use, fun to do and effective. That's the key really. Mm -hmm. That sounds, um, so this sounds like really kind of an inclusive approach to weight loss. It's not really just about the weight, is it? You're addressing some of the underlying issues um, and, and kind of looking at some of the exercises and listening to them, seeing the scripts, um, checking out some of the chapters from the book that is in the works. Um, you employ what you refer to as the wise inner self here um, that is um, addressing other aspects of the person's life that need to be healed. Um, you're kind of treating the weight more as a symptom, right? That's that's one way of putting it. Mm -hmm. um, in all honesty, what I found when I started working with clients that when they came, they came and they said, I really want to lose some weight. No. When they started to explore, I found there was everything about their lives, all different aspects of people's lives that needed to be worked on. And the overeating or the weight was just one small part of it. So to put it quite simply, I, you know, and to sum it up really for people to understand, I suppose I think that weight, if it's a symptom, is, is a symptom of parts of your life that aren't working properly. Mm -hmm. There's no simpler way of putting it. And in order to deal with the weight, of course you can lose the weight, but if the part of your life that isn't working properly or working how you want it to be, mm -hmm. if there's a part of your 
that you're not happy in. I mean, a simple example would be if you're unhappy at work, for example, and you use food to get through your day. Let's face it, in most offices, there are boxes of cookies and sweets and all kinds of things to, that people munch on as they're working. And, and if you're not happy at work, how easy it is for you to rely on the food to get you through the day. So you know, that's one simple you know, part that I found. And then, of course, we come to more more difficult and more challenging reasons why people why people eat, why they gain weight, and why they then can't lose the weight. And and those parts interested me too. Mm -hmm. So, as people came and as people told me their life stories, of course, I started to amass this huge body of information to help me to understand what was required for people to be able to lose their unwanted weight and keep it off. You know, mm -hmm. that's the important thing, really. Right, right. So we're we're uh, we're talking about a pretty big undertaking here, and you've distilled it down to a couple handfuls of relatively easy steps, or what seemed to me like relatively manageable steps. These are digestible um, bits. That's a good um, word. Yeah, which no <laughs> pun intended. Um, so you kind of separated you've separated these into core tracks and kind of optional tracks. So maybe let's start with the core tracks. Um, Tell us about tracks one through three, which kind of start with our relationship to the food itself. Okay, well, the first thing that everybody wants to know and everybody wants to do is they want to start losing weight right away. Yeah. So that's the, th the aim of, of track one. Track one is what I call the method. It's a way of eating that engages all your own natural um, appetite regulators and also allows you to... Um, get more pleasure and enjoyment from food. So, so the phrase, if you like, or the the handle on which this 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 track is based, is called eating less but enjoying it more. Mm -hmm. Now that sounds a bit simplistic, sounds a bit logical. However, when you add in the magic of hypnotherapy, the magic mm -hmm. of suggestion, and the fantastic um, hemisync tones and frequencies. And the enhanced states of awareness that you're able to get when you're listening to this track, of course, that's when things really start to sink in. And mm -hmm. people can absorb this method of eating. Um, there's a lot to it. I don't really want to kind of like to, to, to plod through it step by step. But yeah. it, mean, it means that you're able to gain control of the amount you eat, but still have a fantastic amount of pleasure and enjoyment. Yeah. Because here's the question. Here's the question that people need to understand. Is it the amount of food you're eating? that gives you satisfaction or is it the pleasure and enjoyment you're getting from it mm -hmm. people eat a lot of food thinking they're going to feel more satisfied actually it's how aware you are how in the zone you are when you eat mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. how easily you let go of distraction so this method is carefully designed to make sure that you can eat less food but you have actually even more fun while you're eating so, and then we come then we come to, to the key thing really is because when you're enjoying your food more, of course, you don't feel deprived. You yeah. don't feel restricted. You're having more fun with food. And it's our human nature when we're doing something that we love or we're doing something we enjoy, we keep doing it. And people typically reported to me that when they're eating in this way, they felt they didn't feel they were restricting themselves or on a diet. They felt actually that they were having more fun, more pleasure. It was it was more enjoyable to eat this way. So right. you keep going. And the key skill, of course, to losing unwanted weight is to keep going. Right. 
So we're Does basically talking about a little bit of where we're going with this. <laughs> so <laughs> it's we're, a big topic. It, it is right, and so we're basically talking about bringing um, or enhanced states of awareness to yeah. actually feel alive, which people tend to lack in general. We tend to miss those moments in our daily living, um, but we're doing this while we're eating, and so it's really kind of enhancing not just the eating, but just the living itself to feel more joy, more aliveness in sort of an everyday mundane moment. Yeah, that's right. You okay. know, the power of now, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And I think people, in order for people to put aside their distractions, because let's face it, there are many, many distractions in modern life, not the least of which is our, our kind of our use of phones and technology um, people don't feel comfortable with just being quiet and in the now. Um, and so they distract themselves. If, if, in examples, so say, for example, you're eating a meal and, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, that meal will be of a certain size. But you only give 10% of your attention to it because you're busy yeah. tweeting or texting or doing whatever you're doing or you're glancing at the book or mm -hmm. watching TV. And then you eat the meal and you get to the end of it and you think, well, well you've only had 10% of awareness of that food. Mm -hmm. Put aside the distractions and have 100% awareness. Mm -hmm. And miraculously, that food will seem like you're eating much, much more than you actually are. Mm -hmm. That's a great so example. It is the power of being in the moment. And of course, the, the, the whole product with, with all its myriads of, of, of frequencies and everything that's included in it, allows you to easily access those states. That, that's mm -hmm. really magic, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then moving on to what you, you said earlier about having more joy in your life, of course, the wonderful time in between meals is actually when you have more joy in your life. Because if you eat your meal and you have fun with it and you enjoy it and you feel satisfied and you, you finish, mm -hmm. and then this amazing time spreads out where you can come alive, where you can be yourself. You don't have to worry about food. You don't mm -hmm. have to think about food all the time or um, get hung up on what you've eaten or what you're going to eat next or, um, you know, what you weigh or how you feel about yourself. So mm -hmm. as part of track one, all these things are included to help the listener to immediately start to make those big changes in their life. Put food in its proper place. Yeah. Get the rest of the life going. And, of course, as a hypnotherapist, I'm actually... I'm pouring in so many lovely, positive suggestions, uh -huh. support and encouragement. And, you know, it, it, even though I say so myself, it's pretty compelling. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of working with the subconscious to sort of reframe our relationship with food. Um, yeah. Then as part of that, you also talk about eating the foods that you love, which will sound great to most people. They say, hey, I can do that. But then you also say the foods that love you back. And so... Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that exactly? Um, many people have taken on very challenging relationships with food and come to the conclusion because food and weight and eating, everything, it's in the media all the time. Government and scientists and medical professionals are all having their input. They're saying, well, this food is bad or that food is bad. Mm -hmm. And I say, hold on a minute. You're the only person who can decide what food is right for you. Your body and your mind and your emotions instinctively know and understand what you should be eating. Of course, when you eat in the now, you get very close to that. Yeah. So 
the idea of eating foods that you love rather than eating um, foods that some distant diet expert has put down on a diet sheet or a magazine, you know, that you don't even understand what some of these foods are and you certainly don't like the taste of them. Right. You can put that to one side because when you eat the foods you love, they will tell you whether they love you back. Right. You know, people, if you feel energized after your meal, if you feel good, if your emotions feel satisfied, you, you'll instinctively know if these are the right foods for you. What's also really lovely about this method is, of course, that your, your food tastes and your experience of food evolve. So if currently you are eating a diet which is really not loving you back, mm -hmm. i.e. it's making you feel sluggish or tired, you don't feel you don't feel good about things. Maybe it's not suiting your skin or you get you get, you know, uncomfortable symptoms after you've eaten a meal. You think the food loves you. Right. But actually when you're more aware of it, you become aware of perhaps that's not the right food for me to eat. You can yeah. experiment with different foods and find out which ones your your whole body, mind, emotional system actually says, Yes, this is the, this is what I want to eat. Right. This is so what, I, but it's yeah. very it evolves it's not strict it's not rigid it's not taken out of a mm -hmm. scientific study it's based on what comes from inside that's what i really believe we are wiser yeah. than we think and we should listen to ourselves and yeah maybe so that's I guess, an idea i don't know yeah so I think this again goes back to connecting to our inner wise self and eating from that place um, as yeah. opposed to, you know, eating what we love from more of a liminal place, which might lead us to the dessert bar a lot, you know, so this is an yeah. important distinction to make, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, great. And so I, I guess kind of a third component to this is willpower. Um, and lots of people think they understand willpower, but you actually kind of have a multifaceted approach to, to understanding willpower. There are different um, aspects to it. You want to talk a bit about that? I do because, I mean, this just came to me yeah. uh, twenty years ago. This just came to me as as a kind of an inspiration. And when when you're working with clients, you're talking a lot. There's a lot of storytelling. There's a lot of listening. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, people often say this is almost like a, you know the holy grail of people who want to lose weight. They say, "Oh, Deborah, if only I had willpower. You know, if only it was a thing that you could bottle." Yeah. Um, You'd make millions, they would mm -hmm. say. I said, yes, we all would make millions. But <laughs> when you break willpower down, actually it is a set of skills that you can learn. And I realized that, um, well, I, I, in the track and in the book and in the supporting information, I've, I've, I've set it down as six different skills. And let's see if I can remember them in the right order. Because they make perfect sense when you listen to them. Uh -huh. So the first one is determination. So uh -huh. determined to do to get to your goal the second one oh my goodness you might have to remind me yeah, motivation. Not, yeah. yeah motivation. Motiv now motivation is different to determination mm -hmm. um, motivation is when you can imagine how good you're going to be when yeah. you've done what you want to do and that mo that energy inspires you so yeah. i say you can see yourself in your slim future and it yeah. inspires you so you're but tapping into the feeling of it as if right. it's right here, right now. Yeah, it's 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 all the things that you can, when, when a person's listening to the track, it's all the things that they can identify for themselves. Mm -hmm. The third mm -hmm. element of willpower is confidence. You have confidence in your ability and you know that you can trust yourself to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. The fourth element is focus. Now, 
this is again back to the power of now really because in my experience most people who who go about their daily lives when you're just awake and aware and you're thinking your your awareness is is scattered all over 360 degrees all over mm thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about what you're going to do next, thinking about something that somebody said to you that you didn't like very much, worrying about the state of your bank account, um, fretting about what that noise is outside. Our awareness is scattered. If you want to get to your goal, you have to take all of that awareness and focus it. Mm -hmm. And that's when you become unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Focus, very, very important skill of willpower. And then the final two, just quickly, um, Tenacity. Tenacity is about stubbornness, about not being moved, yeah. about going through right to the end. And then mental toughness, which similar to tenacity, but it's about having strong resolve in the mind. Now, those six things might sound a bit complicated, but actually they're so easy when you break them down. And, and of course, you can absorb them. You can understand them at a conscious level, but you can also absorb them deep inside. Mm -hmm. Sound willpower track, which is only, I think it's about 15 minutes long. It's an absolute, well, I've listened to it already many times myself. <laughs> um, I invented it. Um, the, 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 the treatment of it is fantastic. It's a wonderful thing to listen to. And it just makes you feel unstoppable. Yeah. It's quite astonishing, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, because I'm a big fan, as you know, of have people having everything they want in life and having a happy life. Yeah. That willpower can then spread out into other areas of your life that you may need to, you know, you may need that willpower. March in and tell your boss that you want to raise or tell your children to get off their iPads or something along those lines anyway. Right. You, tell so them you, you, the furniture. Yeah, these are skills you can apply to other areas of your life. That's um, right. It's quite, it's quite NLP, that, that, the, that kind of thinking. Yeah. People yeah. are familiar with principles of neurolinguistic programming which is that you know you you can grow the resources you need in order to get to where you want to go mm -hmm. and so that's what we're talking about here um and then as part of this toolbox that you're creating um you're also bringing in um the modality of acutapping which i think is um, interesting so yeah. you're talking about physically touching certain points um on your body um several of them are on your face from what i understand um you're tapping into early memories and emotions to try to address um, maybe some more deeply seated stuff here. You want to talk a bit about that? Well, in my practice working with, with overweight people, acutapping, which we use EFT, be set free fast, choices mm -hmm. method in EFT. Lots, there's lots of different variations bringing from some original, very, very important work that was done by Dr. Roger Callahan. Um, in a book called Tapping the Healer Within, which is quite an old book now, but nevertheless, it, it started off a chain of thought amongst therapists all over the world. We mm -hmm. can use the basics of Chinese meridian energy therapy, mm -hmm. which you know, people might think acupuncture, people understand that. Maybe they've had experience of um, reflexology, for example, which is mm -hmm. um, acupressure on the feet, or various other kinds of, of energy work. And translating it into modern Western psychology, what we understand mm -hmm. about how the mind and the emotions work. Great pioneering work was done. So from the beginning in my practice, I've always used acutapping techniques with clients and found them to be so effective for so many things. How then do we translate that into a, 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 a verbally guided meditation? That was the challenge. So I set myself to um, to design something that was unique, so not using um, 
techniques that other people have already designed or engineered. Uh-huh. And I worked with a very close friend of mine who's a Reiki master and Shatsu practitioner, and she really helped me to understand how to get at the various points for yeah. this particular issue to, to help with, with weight. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, the result is this innovative acutapping technique, which yeah. um, people can use craving control. That's track four. Um, where you work, you, you, you practice with your craving foods, things that are going to break your diet that you can't mm-hmm. resist. You use your acutapping technique, you listen to the track, you look at the, um, the visuals, there's some images of where the points are. And you work through them, I guide you how to do it and what words to say. And you, you're making a, a deep change inside yourself um, to be able to release, if you like, yeah. the hold that these foods have on you. Yeah. And then further along in, in the process, um, when we come to track, uh, track nine, which is self-sabotage, acutapping also has a role to play um, in mm. that particular track as well, that particular exercise. So I hope I've been able to make it clear in the, in the guided meditation and also in the accompanying information, because if anybody out there hasn't tried Meridian Energy Therapies, um, acutapping therapies, they are really amazing and fantastic and a perfect complement to guided meditation. Yeah. Well, in the, um, in the guided manual that you put together that goes with this album set, I thought you guys did a great job of um, inserting these illustrated diagrams that you know, identify the points quite clearly. Um, so I think that will be a great resource for people. Um, and then so you also have a variety of, of other tracks. I think maybe the next most important would be or the most logical in this progression would be removing obstacles, um, including your past dieting failures, of which I know people have many typically. Right. What what role does that play in kind of starting fresh and, um, you know, trying to make some progress? Often, I think people are aware that something is stopping them from getting where they need to go in their lives, but they, they can't put their finger on what it is. Hmm. And yeah. this overcoming obstacles track which again is something i've been using for 20 years many other therapists use it as well or variations of it because it's a kind of a lucid dream an interactive journey that you take while in an altered state of awareness a light altered state of awareness Mm. and you just allow your subconscious mind to talk to you to to give you insights and revelations about what it is that's stopping you um you know i can recall people who said um, it seems like I'm in a fog. I, I know something's the matter, but I can't put my finger on what it is. That fog or mist could could be an obstacle, mm-hmm. or it could be a metaphorical boulder, or a ravine, or a mountain, or a river, whatever. So you go th- on a, a, a journey in trance in a in an imaginary landscape, and you confront mm-hmm. your obstacle, and then you find out what it means. I actually did this at a conference about 22 years ago um, in a different format. A, 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 a lovely American therapist came over to the conference. And uh, I, so I had my own revelation. I know how these, these things can, can be amazing, like a light bulb going off. Mm-hmm. So that track to overcome obstacles is, is all about allowing your unconscious or your subconscious mind to tell you things about what it is that's stopping you. So it has power there, but... Further on, when you've revealed and demolished your obstacle, and I've made the track as fun as I can be. I don't want to give away the secret now. Um, But 
does involve some interesting things that you do in your imagination. But again, it's important to have fun yeah. games, right? It's got to be fun. Yeah. It's got to be interesting and can keep you interested. Then you go into your slim future, 12 months hence, and you start to do what I would call installing your slim future. That's very important from a therapeutic point of view, because if you can imagine and play with the idea of you already having achieved your goal, Mm-hmm. You can start to really use your imagination to feel yourself in a slim body. You bring in your loved ones, you bring in your co-workers, you bring in everybody you care about. You you bask in the glory of somebody who's um, gone through this process, put the effort in, got the results out. People want to know how you've done it. All of these prompts are in the track. What happens then is... It's almost as if the inner mind says to itself, goodness me, has this already happened? Yeah. Has this future, is this my destiny? Mm-hmm. And there's a little saying that we use, every step from now on will guide you there. Yeah. It's almost as if everything you then do, once the mind has accepted this future as being real and true, every step you take is almost automatically just stepping towards that goal of a slim, healthy future. That's so, so powerful. It is powerful. Um, yeah. Many therapists use this kind of work, this kind of lucid dreaming. Um, we've just adapted it and refined it, you know, for the purpose of installing a slim future yeah. and finding out what that feels like for yourself. So um, that's a very important part of the track. And, of course, this track, the Overcoming Obstacles track, is a core track um, because of this importance of being able to have that installed already in your mind. Mm-hmm. That you then journey towards without even realizing that you're doing it. Yeah. So some of these other tracks, um, they kind of run the gamut. And again, you're pulling in a lot of different modalities. So you use affirmations in one. And again, some people like the poo-poo affirmations. I've personally found them to be very effective. They reprogram your subconscious. Um, you have a walking meditation, which is incorporating physical movement in terms of reprogramming your mental um outlook um and then you've got kind of a, a, a very interesting slim while you sleep track which i think a lot of people will be interested in all you got to do is sleep and it kind of goes to work on you how does that that's right okay so this started off as something that i designed it's an original piece of, of work i designed it when i was working with people who had anxiety mm-hmm. and Anybody who knows or suffers from anxiety will know how tricky a a problem it is to overcome. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I realized that what was happening, no matter how much therapeutic work or progress a person made during the daytime, as soon as they were asleep, their mind was busy. I mean, I, I call it like taking back all of those fears and worries and concerns and anxiety out of the mental recycle bin and, and, and bringing them back saying, come back to me, come back with open arms and basically reinstalling them again. Mm-hmm. So I, I designed this and I tested it extensively with clients. And then when I came to, to design um, this series of, of exercises, I thought, well, this is something that we can utilize for people who have a lot of negative thinking about um about themselves, about how they can resist food, you know, their their confidence levels, how they're going to get to their slim future. So what it is basically, uh, in some very simplistic terms, if you think about your own mind or your brain as being a, a gigantic and powerful supercomputer, you're going to use the track to install a piece of very interesting mental software that will search for and release 
the negative stuff. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't talk about this when we were talking about willpower, but willpower has a very irritating cousin called won't power. Won't power is all about, I can't do it, it's too hard, quick, give me that piece of fudge cake now, I'm going to give up my diet, I feel so deprived, I can't be bothered to do it anymore. This is how won't power talks. Mm. And so when a person has a lot of won't power in their mind, um, and we all have a lot of negative stuff in our minds. Yeah. But when people have a lot of won't power, of course, that's how your mind talks to you. So you're just going about your daily life and the mind is twittering on saying, oh, why don't you give up? Look at look at that bakery window. Doesn't that cake look delicious? Or, oh, you're so hungry. Why don't you just, you know, go buy the burger bar and eat something quickly? Yeah. Who needs to listen to this, this terrible undermining self-talk because yeah. that's what we're working with here, undermining self-talk. So this track, and, uh, you know, I have to say this this will probably be very new for people, and they may think to themselves, goodness, this is a bit out there. Yeah. And because of that, there is extensive explanation in the manual and in the book, so people can satisfy themselves that this is something that they want to try. Um, and, of course, you will always be in control because you install the program, you... Um, Install it two or three times, four times, five times to make sure that it's installed. And then when you go to sleep at night, mm -hmm. you just say the command phrase. So you have control of the command phrase and that tells yeah. your mind, go ahead, look for all this won't power, release it, get rid of it. So when I wake up in the morning, instead of saying to myself, oh, let's not bother to eat healthy meals today, you don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe you hear, oh, goodness. You look gorgeous when you look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, that's a positive life-affirming thought, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, in order to understand it, and I want people to understand it before they decide to use it, but it really isn't any different, and I use this example in the book, really, because I'm, I'm a bit old-fashioned to have a, a very comfortable old-fashioned computer that I'm working on here. And there are times and with old-fashioned computers with limited storage that you have, you're prompted to, Defragment, fragment your hard drive. Defrag, yeah, it's like a defrag. It used to take days, honestly. Yeah. Um, you'd, you'd, you'd click on yes, and you think, oh, that's a good thing, I'll just do that. And then two days later, you're still waiting for the program to finish. Mm. Human mm. minds can do with a bit of defragging, I think, and yeah. clearing out the rubbish, getting ready for the good stuff. So that's what that track is. But it does require people to understand it before they use it. But um, I am my own guinea pig, and I have been using it. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, that is a fascinating <laughs> approach. And just to kind of um, put a bow on this and wrap it up, you've got the book coming out too. So how does the book support the exercises and how do the exercises support the book? How do they work together? Okay. There's a lot to talk about. This, yeah. this is a massive topic. Anybody going into any bookstore and seeing the shelves and shelves and shelves of diet books, self-help books, instructions, manuals, you know, there is a lot to talk about. And so I think people people want to know more about um, how things work. I, I myself uh, come from a background of always wanting to explain exactly how things work, what to expect. Don't just take this exercise at face value. Look at what goes has gone into it. Look at how it's been designed. Make up your own mind if you want to use it. So the manual, the booklet, 
not not doesn't really give enough um, space to be able to do this for the interested listener. Mm-hmm. So started to write the book and you know you could say to yourself well if each of the tracks is like a personalized therapy session which it is mm-hmm. the the chapter that accompanies it in the book is like me talking you people would be probably be fed up with me talking so there'd probably be a relief for them to read something and not have <laughs> to me droning on everything for goodness sake i wish that woman would stop telling oh, me nonsense you have a but, lovely voice um you know that's for people to decide mm-hmm. um, so when you read the chapter it gives you a chance to engage with like the, the explanation the storytelling as well there are lots of stories in the book about things that have happened to other people clients who've come to me anonymized of course that help people to benchmark their own experience so that you know, if, if, if people come to the product and they, they say, well, this is my past, this is how I feel about this particular issue, they can read the chapter, they can read the book and find out that there are other people who've also been in the same um, situation. Mm-hmm. It just rounds out things nicely. It's a companion book. Um, it doesn't exist without the guided meditation tracks, the exercises, because it's designed to support them. Um there's there's such a lot to say about this. It's hard to yeah. stop, but I've, I've stopped at 200 pages, so I hope that's enough. Yeah. Um, I, I commend it uh, yeah. for those who really want to find out about themselves, learn about themselves, learn how this process works, and have confidence in yeah. themselves as they journey onward. Well, we should probably stop here as well. But thank you so much for this, Deborah. I think this will be a valuable tool for people. Um, I appreciate how you've taken a very classic problem that is usually treated as just calories in calories out and have really invited people to kind of bring their full capacities as human beings as individuals to this um, and to access their hidden resources to kind of address this in a more holistic um, sense Um, yeah i mean you know to sum up really i i think you know people who maybe are coming to this without necessarily a full understanding of how it might work or i would say this when you think and feel like a successful slimmer you yeah. act like a successful slimmer so yeah. it's all about the work you do inside and nothing whatsoever to do with diet sheets or mm. plans or calories because people know if, in fact if you talk to successful slimmers or read their stories they'll say things like do you know i i'd failed many times before but this time, I just got my head around it. Yeah. And there is the clue. It's all to do with your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. So that's a summary, really, of where we're coming from with this product. I'm really so happy with it. And I have to commend your team, Garrett. They have done an amazing job um, with the music and the tones. It's it's astonishing piece of work. And I know people will enjoy it greatly. Thank you so much. I know they've really uh, put their heart and soul into this and uh, they would appreciate your kind words. Um, So thanks again, Deborah, and hope you guys all like it. Leave a comment or feel free to ask us a question. We'll try to respond and uh, please share this up if it was helpful. Thanks. Thank you.